listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. And now, here are tonight's hosts, KC and SSF1991. Hello everyone, good evening and welcome to the Sega Lounge episode number 8 uh, on Radio Sega. We play the best Sega music 24-7 and of course every Thursday evening we're here live or not so live uh, with a special guest and uh, talking about Sega stuff, Sega news, playing some tunes and that's what we're here to do tonight. So thank you for joining us. Tonight we have uh, some very special guests but we'll get into that in a bit. For now, let us do our usual introductions. I'm KC, uh, live from Portugal, or not so live, but yeah. Uh, and on the other half of uh, the other side of the pond, actually, is my man, D-Dog, Mr. Licious, Mr. Donny Licious. Hello. Hi, I'm addicted <laughs> to Tamadachi life. Help me. <laughs> um. Okay. So, yeah. Um, and the big news this week is that Tony has a new me with the beard. So, yeah. If Whoa. you haven't yet um, seen that, just uh, check it out on Twitter. At SSF1991 and uh, <laughs> why don't you grab it? Because it's, it's you know, it's... It's... Donnie. Yes, it's Donnie, so you need to grab his me. That sounded dirty, though, but as usual, but I didn't mean it that way. Anyway, not, uh, <laughs> not, e not even a minute into the damn show, you've already played that sound effect. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so is that a new record? Yeah, probably, probably. Not, not sure, not sure. But yeah, we've uh, we have a great show for you tonight. Uh, of course, if you want to join us, although this is a, a pre-recorded show, as uh, it has been for the past few weeks. Uh, we, we, I'll blame it on the on the guests because yeah, they're all from uh, the Americas and Canada and stuff. I, I don't know. I don't even know why I bother with these guests. But yeah, um, it's Whoa. what we have. It's what we have. So that's fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, and and by the end of this show, I'll be fired as well. So because I'm I'm uh, insulting my guests. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you want to interact with us during the show, though, uh, although this isn't live, I'm sure there are some people, some awesome people listening to the show uh, and joining us in the IRC chat room. So you can do just that. You can go to uh, radiosega.net slash community slash chat. Uh, or you can use our new short URL. That's right. So if you don't want that radiosega.net community uh, chat stuff, you can go to radiosega.ga so that's radiosega radiosega.ga slash irc and you're in just don't forget to change your nickname so we know who you are or you can open your preferred irc client and access irc.surrealchat.net that's our server and our chat room is hash radiosega or you can also uh, mention at radiosega on twitter let us know what you're thinking of 
the show of the news of the week and our interview with our very very special guests. Tonight we're joined by none other than the Blast Processors. Hello guys! Yeah! Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be um, talking to the guys in a bit, but for now, as usual, the first uh, segment of the, sh of the show is Donnie's News Corner. Yes, uh, why did I say it like that? I don't even know. But yes, I don't think I, w I don't think I want to know actually. <laughs> Donnie's News Corner. We need to uh, get. Um, The, the the sexy British lady that does our some of the of our items to say this so we can play oh, it every boy. time Donnie's news corner yeah anyway yeah Donnie so what do we have this week to talk about in regards to news Sonic <laughs> pretty much <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> not so bad Yeah, the uh, the secondary character cast for Sauna Boom was revealed today. Um, quite a, I I don't even know how like the number I lost count, but <laughs> I think they revealed like maybe 10 or so, at least that, and of all sorts of different species and personalities and my God, is it all over the place? And I don't know what to make of it. Um, I'm still trying to comprehend it even right now, but. <laughs> If that wasn't enough, we did get a behind-the-scenes video as well. Uh, Knuckle confirmed not bright continues. Um, more at 11, or 10 <laughs> Knuckles' time frame, because he doesn't know time at all. Um, <laughs> zing. Um, but other than that, there was a Sonic Adventure anniversary album announced. That was That's going to be uh, planned for fall. So, apparently Sonic Adventure is turning 15 years old. Uh, this year, and they're celebrating it with an anniversary album full of the Sonic character themes, including some that never had uh, instrumentals yet. So nice. Yep. Yeah. Holding out for that tails thing. Uh. <laughs> 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 oh, that Big the Cat theme. Ooh, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm all about uh, the Big the Cat theme. <laughs> can, I, can I take one moment to just just sit in awe? At the name that is Fastidious Beaver, one of the new one of the, new one of the new secondary cast members is named Fastidious Beaver. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen the the blog post or the the video no. yet. It's, uh, it's like oh an itchy scratchy character. It's something special. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad they put Lara Sue in this show. <laughs> <laughs> Percy. Ooh. What? That's <laughs> I really need to check out this blog post. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But nothing will compare to the My Sweet Passion instrumental that we're going to be getting, which is probably the worst thing I could have, considering my history with that song and Radio Sega. So, uh, so now we can uh, have a karaoke session with the instrumental version of the song. <laughs> that that will be even better than the the previous version. Awesome. Oh boy. Or perhaps not, but that depends For on me, your taste. At least it's Perhaps not for me, at least. <laughs> If you want to get your ears raped, it's awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> If you want to get it even more ruined, I'll listen to it when I'm, quote-unquote, singing to it. Exactly, exactly. Uh, for those that don't know what we're talking about, uh, you should check out the... Um, 
I, actually, I don't think we have that uh, recorded, sadly, because it wasn't on the Saturday Night Sega se uh, part of, of the Segathon. Because the last year we only recorded the, the the first two hours of the of the Segathon. For those that don't know what the Segathon is, shame on you. But uh, first of all, but uh, secondly, it's a 24-hour stream uh, made by uh, Gavi, and he uh, usually does that for charity. Not not sure if it will happen this year, but maybe we'll we're cooking something. Perhaps I don't know. On Radio Sega, who knows? Who knows? I, I I don't. I don't know why I even mentioned that because I don't really know anything about that. Uh, yes, so I'm just um, trying to check out the blog post, trying to uh, find Omaha fastidious beaver. Is <laughs> 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 a fussy, uptight beaver with <laughs> with a neck. For being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, oh, uh, good times! Fastidious Beaver is in the Sonic Boom animation and Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric. Oh, yay! Oh, yeah. uh, so Sonic. you can play uh, the game watching Fastidious Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on, moving on, this yes. Smash. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Being the old fucker, it's gonna be mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and yeah, and Percy looks like Lara Sue. Oh, yeah. Sonic Boom. Yes. Sonic Boom, Rise of Beaver. <laughs> rise of Fenders. <laughs> rise in Beaver. Uh, perhaps not. Well, maybe, can, maybe. Can, yes. You know, th this might sound quite fitting, but can we just leave it to Beaver? <laughs> yeah. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> there it is. Oh my! I I have something for that actually. And time. There we go. It didn't take long for me to make a pun. <laughs> Yay! Uh, yeah. So okay. So that's the news. I think. Anything else, Donny? Aside um, from the new me. Your new me. <laughs> you make that new me to be so important. <laughs> it's it's got the beard. So yeah. What what does the beard have to do with making? What is how does the beard make the me more important than the Sonic Boom news we've had? <laughs> because it's Donnie. So yeah. Actually, can we can we just call the Sonic Boom Rise of Beard then at this rate? Or? Rise of the Bearded Beaver. I don't even. Uh, yeah, I think it's time for a music break. <laughs> For our first no, music, music break, music beard, music beer, bearded beaver break. Um, yeah, oh, so <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't even. Uh, yeah, the, we're joined tonight by the blast processors. Of course, we'll be talking to the guys in a bit. But of course, after the news, it's time for our first music break. And tonight, we're playing uh, songs uh, by the blast processors and picked by the blast processors. So the first two tracks are from their new album, Genesis. Uh, we'll play Genesis Does, which is actually the first track in the album, right? That's right. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we'll also play Starlight Tonight. Okay, so uh, don't uh, tune out because 
these are awesome tracks. Uh, take a listen to Genesis Does and Starlight Tonight. You're listening to the Sega Lounge. When we get back, we'll have more with the Blast Processors. What does Blast Processing do exactly? Well, Blast Processing is more than an idea. It's more than what's inside. It's thinking. Taken a cartridge, slammed it into another one to create an even better cartridge. And blast processing is more than a symbol. It is the fate of all mankind. Blast processing is your hope. the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat.
Alright everyone, we're back. This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. And tonight, uh, myself and Donnie are joined by the Blast Processors. I just Before we, we get into, into uh, the interview though, uh, let me just mention a tweet that um, we got from Kopke, our good friend from the Sega Nerds, Kopke. Uh, and he said, I think the Blast Processors should do a Donnie song. <laughs> so at the time we're recording this, we just received this uh, amazing tweet. So yeah, I I think, I think it's an idea. I think it's an idea. Uh, we I I'm actually uh, trying to uh, put a group of people together to work on a Donny remix album. Wait, what? So we have we need remixes of uh, Donny. Some somehow I don't even know how that can work, but we need to remix Donny uh, in some way or another. So something to uh, to think about. Food for thought. We'll, we'll, we'll brainstorm our Donny track, but that's next in the queue after the cop key track because uh, <laughs> actually we, we technically we made one. We made one for that. Yeah, so that did, is the cop key we track. Did do a cop key track. Oh my! <laughs> I need the intro that. To the second Nerds podcast for them. Oh, I I need the oh. Did you do the 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 theme song to the the video theme? Yeah, that was us. Oh oh, nice nice nice. I didn't know that. Okay, so yeah. Uh, next up, the Donny song. Yes, <laughs> uh, exclusively on Radio Sega. Yes, uh, the interview hasn't even started, and we're already uh, having some exclusive news on on the Sega launch. This is awesome. Yes, so, <laughs> okay, we're uh, joined tonight by the Blast Processors, so guys, do you want to introduce ourselves to uh, the listeners? Yeah, yeah, uh, this is Master System from the Blast Processors, and uh, I'm joined with... Uh, Mega Drive. And uh, for those of you who don't know us, we're a um, synth rock band inspired by classic Sega games, a lot of Sonic, um, and we... Uh, just released an album called Genesis. It's a full-length LP with songs from games ranging from, you know, Sonic and Sonic 3 and Knuckles, uh, all the way to Streets of Rage to Cool Spot, um, Golden. That's Axe. one of my favorites, actually. I, I I love Cool Spot. I feel like I feel like it's such an underappreciated game and soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, so you're not the full band, of course. So who's missing? No, we're missing. We're missing three of our members uh, for today because we're we're all based out of out of Toronto, Canada. Um, but everyone has really weird work schedules, and uh, Mega Drive and I work together, so it's pretty easy to just huddle in my office around the computer and uh, do this interview. Nice. So who's missing? By the way, uh, we're missing we're missing Saturn, who's our lead guitarist, okay. uh, Game Gear, who's our bassist, and the Menacer, our drummer. Nice. Is he the guy with the 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 biker helmet? The biker helmet is is, is Game Gear and is Game uh, Gear. Okay. the menacer, menacer wears the 3D glasses. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, uh, what do you guys play? Who's the the lead singer? So oh, I guess that, I guess that would be me. Okay. Um, I uh, I I sing most of the tracks, although um, Saturn has a, has a decent number as well. Uh, and I also um, I'm a synth player, so I do all our synth arrangements, um, and also uh, write a lot of the tracks with Mega Drive and mix and master them as well. Okay. And uh, and then yeah, so I do uh, rhythm guitar uh, for pretty much all of our tracks except for 
uh, Space Harrier, uh, which I play lead on. And uh, just like, yeah, there's a couple songs here and there that I do uh, backup vocals for. Cool, cool stuff, cool stuff, yeah. So, yeah, I think the, the first question, and the, the logical question, uh, is how did you guys meet and come together as a band? Well, it's, it's actually funny. So, how we came together as a band is, uh, it, I'll, I'll tell that story first, because um, we we knew all of each other. Actually, I'll, just, okay, I'll tell from the top. Uh, I am in the games industry. Uh, I make video games for a living, which is fun. Uh, and Ooh, so nice. does almost everyone in the band. Uh, yeah, pretty much. And everyone has a history with it in, in some capacity. And I taught at a university uh, in this like suburb of Toronto called Oshawa. And uh, a bunch of the guys in the band, three three of the five, were at one point students of mine. But we um, we were we stayed friends well after because uh, you know we would hang out a lot and everyone went into the industry and all that and we just realized that we had this unwavering love of Sega especially uh, Mega Drive and myself like we're just you know we were Sega kids as it were and uh, and then one day we were at Magfest which is the music and gaming festival it's the uh, the the mecca for all game music in the world and and I came away from that that show just so inspired and uh, and I mean I have a musical background but I hadn't really pursued anything musically in a long time um, and at the same time Menacer, Game Gear and Mega Drive were all actually jamming and practicing together to maybe start something and I brought it up and it was like well ob the obvious solution is that we start a Sega band and, and we of kind course. of went from there and then shortly thereafter uh, one of the guys who went to MAGFest with me um, Saturn, he was, he's an indie game developer and we told him about the band and he was like, I have to be on board. And, you know, he's a great, uh, lead guitarist and he's got a great set of vocals on him. So that's, uh, really the, how it all coalesced. We started rehearsing. We'd written, um, most of our songs, uh, have been written while, uh, Mega Drive and I have been drinking. Uh, <laughs> and we, the, especially our earlier songs. Oh God. Yeah. The first song we ever wrote was casualties of war. And you can kind of tell, um, I, I'm so tired of that song, but <laughs> uh, we wrote it because we were drinking and we were thinking about the band and we realized that Flying Battery Zone and the mini boss theme from Sonic 3, Sonic and Knuckles um, are in the same key and they both use the, the chord progression, uh, like the da-na-na-na, um, mm -hmm. as the core center tenets to their melody. So we we're like, well, wouldn't it be funny if we mashed it up? So we literally took waves of the songs from the game, mashed them up in Audacity just to get like, just to see what it would be like if they were mashed together. And we started <laughs> drunkenly writing lyrics. And from there, <laughs> it turned into an actual composition. And from there, we made a song out of it. I remember that night because like we were like, like equal parts drinking, but also like just really like ecstatic about this band and like really excited about it. So we we're getting like kind of overzealous and be like, oh, it's gonna be this this huge like five song uh, rock opera about Sonic and Knuckles it's gonna be like this three part harmony and all that and it kind of got compressed and, and we kind of pulled back on it but like Sonic <laughs> that would be amazing though the more is up like basically just Sonic Knuckles and Robotnik just singing about each other yeah yeah uh, it's, it's a bit of a 
But it, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lead into something, right? Like the yeah. original structure was going to be Casualties of War, what eventually became the last stand of Dr. Ivor Robotnik. Mm-hmm. And then there was going to be this, um, we, we had an idea for, for Lava Reef Zone Act 2 slash Hidden Palace Zone mm-hmm. as this kind of like interlude and then closing it off with big arms from, from uh, Sonic 3, you know, the final yeah. boss fight. Awesome. And, uh, and, and it just like, it just didn't coalesce because we realized that there was more that we wanted to do than just Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Um, <laughs> and we'll probably revisit those tracks at a later date, but that was kind of what the initial spark was. And then, then we got, you know, well, what about if we did something with Golden Axe? And we should really cover Sonic Boom because that's fun. And uh, and we did that for our EP, and, and we wanted to get enough material together that we could start doing live shows. Uh, and we started, I think we, we did our first live show four months after we got together, so we were yeah. pretty ambitious about that. And we got our, our EP out five months after um forming so yeah it's been a, been a hell of a ride and and since then i mean uh we released the album last week and that was about nine months of uh, of development and production so it's been a been a fun run we've played cons um we we've we're doing a lot of shows we played some venues that uh like we've shared we, we played the same stage that the rolling stones have played in toronto it's so bizarre to have been like Man, these guys with their actual music and us with our Sega music, <laughs> and have an audience rocking out, singing along with stuff. It's uh, it's been a trip. It's been it's a lot awesome. of fun, like just the kind of getting into the the video game band scene as well. Done a lot of collaborations with uh, with other bands. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know Mega Ran at all. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he we did we did a show together in Toronto here. And uh, we played backing for Splash Woman as he did his, uh, his Mega Man 9 Splash Woman track, hmm. which was a lot of fun. We broke our Sega rule for that one time because <laughs> I feel I feel like Sonic and Mega Man like it's kind of like a fine line. We're okay. Yeah. Have you have you listened to his yet. album with Mr. Wilson? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a Sonic yeah, and Mega Man album. Yeah. <laughs> So. Yeah, we we can always fall back on Archie Comics as an excuse. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I think uh, we had a question coming in f- uh, via Twitter by Tweedy. Uh, he said, "What was the spark that got the group together?" So we can uh, safely say alcohol, right? <laughs> alcohol <laughs> and magnet. Okay. Really, <laughs> But mostly uh, alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Isn't, that, isn't isn't that the answer to everything? To be fair. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty generic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, please guys, introduce yourselves. Alcohol. <laughs> alcohol is love. Alcohol is life. There you go. Yeah. Uh, That's in Donnie. Wait, what? <laughs> How do and, even when we beard. talk about alcohol, this somehow goes back to me somehow? Yeah, in the <laughs> beard. <laughs> okay. Well, Donnie, this is actually an intervention. This isn't an interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all very concerned about you. <laughs> yeah, every week, Don't every single week, this is an interve- uh, intervention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing, amazing. Yes. Um, well, yeah, so uh, let's talk a bit about... Uh, the history of the band, not in in the sense of uh, of how you guys met and everything, you've covered that already. But um, the the blast processors come from the future, actually. Yes. It's the story behind the band, right? Yeah, and it's funny because like we were we were really going back and forth as to 
how we sh- if we should just stay in character forever and always and like always do this but it's hard if people think you're crazy when you do yeah um, I, w- I was actually i was actually uh, expecting you to just <laughs> tell you had come from the future and everything so but well, yeah we, are, we tried that for a little while and we're just kind of like well we're just talking as us anyway, yeah so. <laughs> but i mean our, our band history is that we did come from the year 2101 where war is beginning And, uh, and, and, you know, the console war um, that we, you know, that Nintendo really unfortunately won in the 90s had a butterfly effect, rippling effects that, you know, repercussions that only really hit home later in the future. Uh, they established such a, an entrenchment and a basis in gaming culture that they rose to take over. And, uh, and we are the, the last, you know, it, it's like Terminator. We are the, the freedom fighters fighting for for humanity and we have sent been sent back in time to alter the course of fate uh except our time machine was powered by game gear who ran out of bad batteries you know partway traveling back in time <laughs> and uh we, we ended up in 2013 instead of 1991 and uh so <laughs> that point is too late so we're just like well well now we're stuck here uh y- You know how to play guitar, right? Like, <laughs> we just kind of like decided that like our only recourse was just to rock out about Sega and just kind of like remind people uh, about like the glory years of Sega, even though like we can't really save them at this point. We're like, you know, it's just what we do. Let's yeah. rock. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. And so like we get yeah, we toyed around with doing things like uh, I did a, I was in I was in the UK last year and uh, I did a, an in character vlog uh, you know to try and keep the whole persona thing going but it just it's it's tough because we don't have the the critical mass yet I think we're finally starting to get it in terms of audience but we like to keep the pomp and circumstance in the shows like in the shows when we're live we're ridiculous like we're we're a very uh we keep in character we're very we, we, we tell our narrative and we try to incorporate as much elements of theatricality into what we're doing as possible we want it to feel like an experience as opposed to just a rock concert nice yeah, yeah awesome i i have two things to say about that first of all it's an awesome idea Uh, yeah, I, I like it very much. Second of all, you must live in a parallel universe because Sega won the console wars. <laughs> yeah, not Nintendo. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't <laughs> know what you're talking about. No, I, I don't. I don't. I. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe maybe in Portugal they did, but uh... <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, I mean, like, once, um... once their uh, big hit Night Trap came out, like Nintendo was just like, we give up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. In Europe, actually, Sega was was bigger by in in the nineties, in, in the early nineties. Yeah, actually. I feel like I, we have a we have a Brazilian friend, and and in, oh, in, in Brazil, Brazil, Sega was big, huge. Oh, yeah. yeah, and it, it's all because of their government import taxes. It's great. Sega was the only smart one. So yeah. in, in, in Brazil, they, they charge a horrible tariff on imported goods, which is why, like, to buy a PS4 right now costs $1,300 US dollars, right? Yeah, it's yeah, super I know expensive. That. But, so Sega just said, well, we'll just set up a factory in Sao Paulo, and it's considered a Brazilian good. So they could sell it at a cheap price. So everyone would be forced to buy Sega products. It was great. So they had like this dominance, which is why the only other Sega band that we know of in the world is Mega Driver. Mega Driver, and, yeah, yeah. And they're, those guys are gods among men. Oh, <laughs> I, like, I got to see them live. Uh, I, I they think, went to Megfest, I, I think, last year. Yeah, 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 we, were, yeah. we were there for that. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, 
and we were rocking out like moshing and I, I feel like I could die a happy man having seen those guys play awesome I interviewed them uh, was it last year I think or a couple of years ago we had a uh, we have a segment or uh, a feature on Radio Sega called Sega Fans Chronicles on the website and so I interviewed them uh, not sure when I think it was a couple of years ago now time flies but yeah um, yeah but yeah they, they actually had in Brazil they actually had tech toy the the manufacturer and uh, we had um, Tyler from the Sega channel on the show last week and he was talking about uh, the master system and it's funny how the master system um, they, they had games for the master system coming, coming out in the late 90s <laughs> in crazy. Brazil <laughs> so it's crazy it's crazy but yeah I think they're living in the parallel universe at least so <laughs> yeah I think so that's Brazil is a parallel universe <laughs> but I, I, for one, I for one really do like the uh, Sega Wii U I really love how it's quite playable <laughs> yeah. and exactly and it's really cool that they uh, decided to expand upon the VMU into like an entire tablet yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes Yes. The Sega Wii VMU. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know why they didn't call it the Dreamcast 2, you know, I much prefer that branding. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. I, th I think they're just saving it for a big reboot in the next generation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, yeah, but anyway, I think the, the, the story behind the band is awesome, is awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's nice, I, I'd love to see you live uh, sometime. Maybe we I travel to Canada or something. Well, we're gonna, we're, we're trying to figure out touring. That's our next big figure out. We're gonna start with uh, start with something like Canada um, because we've we've only really played within the kind of like our regional area, uh, and then we're gonna move out to the states. And then ideally, fingers crossed, we get a couple bands together and we do uh, a European uh, and maybe a South American tour if we can get it going. Okay, if you're coming to Europe, I'll be there. Yeah, uh, I actually there's another band called the Mega Drive Band. I don't know if you yeah, have heard I, of I them. don't think they're I, I think they're defunct now though. They um they were they lost their keyboardist or something. We were really? we were following them for a little bit. Yeah, <gasps> we've had them uh, on the show on the first episode of the Sega Lounge. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, the, 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 their Facebook group is gone and like page is gone and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. my! Okay, so I'm I'm outdated. Actually, need to to check check that out. Hmm, that's that's oh, wait, sad. Oh no no! I think they're back. I think they're back alive because they uh <laughs> they, they okay. Rest in pieces. Welcome back. I know. Yeah. <laughs> At one point they, they reincarnated. Were, uh, yeah. Cool. I was I was really scared there for a bit. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> as I was saying, <laughs> uh, see, they they see. played live uh, at last week's summer of uh, last year's the summer of Sonic, not last week's. Yeah, yeah, see, that's they, super awesome. See, the uh, Mega Drive band really did do a good job providing the soundtrack to the new Sonic game on the uh, Se Sega Wii VMU. Wii VMU, so. yes, <laughs> yes, all part of our alternate uh, universe. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, the, uh, I I was saying I went to the to the UK last year for Summer of Sonic and actually got to see them live. It was awesome. So I think watching you guys live would be amazing as well. 
Okay, yeah. Okay, so um, yeah. Okay, uh, let me just uh, let's just talk about uh, personal experiences with Sega um, for each one of you guys. Uh, what was your first Sega console? Mine was a Master System. Okay, and that makes I sense. Loved it. I loved it dearly. Yeah, and uh, mine was Genesis. Uh, it also makes sense. Yeah, also <laughs> makes perfect sense. Um, I remember particularly uh, my first system ever was a Turbo Graphics. Uh, and if we, yeah, if history went differently, it could have been a Johnny Turbo band, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> probably would have just been me as a one man act playing bonk music. <laughs> Or somewhere, um, but yeah, I remember like playing that and thinking it was pretty cool. Fantasy Zone was on there, and I, just, I was like, "Yeah, okay, video games are kind of neat." And then, uh, like Christmas '92, I think I got a, a Genesis with Sonic 2, and kind of lost my mind over it. <laughs> it was like so crazy. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember like the Master System and this idea of, and like it started the idea of the kind of arcade ports. Um, you know. Altered Beast was crazy, and and. Is the Master System Altered Beast? Uh, no, no, sorry, one more time. No, but there's like Space Harrier, Afterburner, and. I think there's no. And there was Shinobi. Shinobi was a big one. Like I remember playing Shinobi and and just losing my mind over that. That was like, and I still I I will still revisit um, Shinobi One on my Master System just because like I'm super nostalgic for it, not because it's a great game or anything, but. Um, yeah, that, then like and then, and Golden Axe. Golden Axe was this was it was a great like top down RPG. I thought that was done really well on the Master System. Mm -hmm. it did. Yeah, really? yeah, it was Zelda like. Wow. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, that's uh, um, what's it called? It has a subtitle, but I can't remember what yeah, it's called. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, X Battlers something. I don't I don't even remember, but yeah, I think so. Golden Axe Warrior, Golden Axe Warrior. I yeah, think. yeah, I think that's. that's uh, it was yeah. based. It was based on the on X Battler, I think. The, yeah. One of the characters from the the Mega Drive version of of Golden Axe. Yeah, you play you play as as X Battler. Yeah, yeah I it's, think so. That's, that was neat. And then I got a Genesis, probably around '92, like right when when Sonic 2 came out. I didn't I didn't have a Mark One for a while. I had a Mark Two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, and a little bit of an aside, I'm a console collector now, and uh, it's the only console I'm missing, the only thing I'm missing in my in my collection of any note, because I don't I don't like getting into like European variants or things, because then you could just collect forever, but <laughs> I'm missing a CDX, Ooh. like uh, a CDX and a JVC XI, but they're basically the same, but like... I, I, I was so incensed by not having a Mark One. I, I went on this whole quest to collect everything. And now I'm there. I'm almost there. <laughs> <laughs> almost there. <laughs> yes. So, uh, if you guys have a CDX, uh, please. <laughs> I will buy it off of you. Yeah, mail it to, to uh, Master System. He's trying to find... He's gotten to this point. He's on podcasts being like, people... <laughs> Please! <laughs> Please help me out here! <laughs> Just one more! <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
So, uh, next logical question. What was your first Sega game? Yeah, well, for me it was definitely Sonic. Well, I guess if you want to get really technical, Fantasy Zone, because it was on the Turbo Graphics, but it's very famously a Sega game. <laughs> yeah. I don't actually know why that happened. But, uh, yeah, I guess it would have been that. But it's like, really formatively, it would have been Sonic 2. Uh, on that Christmas. I need to Yeah. Oh. Keep going. Particularly, uh, like, the Sonic series was uh, pretty much what I played for the, uh, for the first while because it was interesting. My neighbors had Sonic 1 and Sonic 3, but I had Sonic 2 and Sonic and Knuckles. So, <laughs> across the board, like, if we combined our powers, we had, yeah. like, the entire, like, quadrilogy. And like, yeah, just kind of like blitzed through that and just like, yeah, it was definitely very, very Sonic was, uh, that's a great way to start that sentence. Sonic was, uh, what my star was for sure. I was, I was Alex Kidd in Miracle World. Um, I was trying to look up which came first, Shinobi or Miracle World, but yeah, I was totally Miracle World because I remember I had them both around the time they came out and, uh, that's, it's not a great game, <laughs> but... <laughs> But it was enough to get me hooked. It was enough to keep yeah. me like into the console, and that just was a gateway drug. And like like everyone else, um, I you know I fell into the trap of being, oh my god, Sonic is amazing. And then uh, and then I you know that was like my gateway to other Sega franchises. I will say though, one of my favorite Sega games that, that's so unsung is Eternal Champions. Fuck Virtual Fighter. <laughs> I don't care about your your like generic characters with your silly headbands. All I want <laughs> is wizards to fight vampires and, and 1920s gangsters. And I'm so sad that franchise has never come back. He goes on this rant every week. <laughs> All he wants for Christmas is some Shenmue 3. Glad <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, to. <laughs> Uh, that's actually a, a, a good song yeah, for the next <laughs> album. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That'll be a Christmas album, our Christmas Nights album. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Christmas in July. Christmas yes. Nights Without Shenmue 3. Album. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so I think the next question is... Um, it, it's kind of obvious, but what is your favorite Sega console? Atari Jaguar. Dude, this is gonna sound like me just like repeating myself, I guess, because like I'm very fond of the Genesis, and for a lot of reasons, it was the one I spent the most time with. Mm -hmm. uh, particularly like, so uh, yeah, I started with the Turbo Graphics, that was kind of cool. Then I got the Genesis, and like loved it. And then we were kind of in that like weird parallel universe in my hometown where like Nintendo was the the odd man out, like. There was like maybe one kid at my school that had a Super Nintendo, <laughs> and like everybody else was on the Genesis team. Uh, but then as uh, like PlayStation started to come out, everybody was trading up to that. But my parents, uh, like we weren't uh, keeping up with it because it was really expensive. So I ended up getting like everyone's hand-me-down games, and that's how I ended up with both models of uh, Genocide, I guess. That's how you say that. Genesis. Genesis, yeah. <laughs> both, both Genesis. Genesis. But, um, but yeah, so I, I just ended up with this like huge like drove of 
Genesis games, like up until the point that I got a, a GameCube. Um, I obviously kept up with uh, like 64 and like uh, PlayStation and other people's houses, but for me, like I was just kind of like just delving into uh, just different Genesis games, and like that's how I discovered uh, Gunstar Heroes. Uh, just that's how I discovered Ultra Beast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. yeah we, we, we're we're talking and at the same at the same time we're typing in the Boy, Skype yeah, group. Like, What's the plural uh, of Genesis? <laughs> so um, I suggested genocide. <laughs> so oh um, boy. Uh, <laughs> moving on, moving on. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, we started. Uh, my my favorite console, uh, is, Sega console, is the Dreamcast. I um, cause I love the Genesis, and you know, if I'm gonna, I usually will go back to playing my Genesis if I get you know get a nostalgia craving. But in terms of the best gaming years of my life, uh, I think it was that period between September 9th, 1999, and 2002. Like those years, every Dreamcast game, like. I, I, I use Dreamcast as like my number one fighting game machine because I'm I'm a, a, a huge fighting game player. I still am to this day. Uh, MVC like the best port of Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Uh, all the Capcom vs. SNK games that I was just religiously obsessed with. Um, Virtual Fighter. Virtual Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic Adventure blew my mind. Um, at the time. At the time. <laughs> like, like, think about it. 1999, you're watching, you're in this mall, like, lining up for a console on day one, like I was. And you're just watching the kiosks, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Chaos is breaking shit, oh, yeah. water's flowing, and you're like, this is, is this real life? Yeah. It was, it was nuts. Is this uh, a I fantasy? I Rumble Boxing. I was like, ready to Rumble yes. Boxing, this is the greatest thing. And, like, Seaman. <laughs> that console was I, even some of the games that no one remembers. I remember like Mach and X. People were like what the fuck's Mach and X? But it was this cool. I remember first, that. First combat game. Lots of cool shit on the Dreamcast and like bang for your buck. It was there. Like so many Code Veronica. So many great oh, yeah. exclusives and and they died due to their own hubris. Um, unfortunately, but. I don't know. I, I, I would I would kill for a Dreamcast 2. Yeah, you and me both. I actually would kill for a Dreamcast 1 because I had I had one, the, the one I the, my original Dreamcast that broke. Then I uh, bought another one a few years ago and it broke as well. So I need a, a working Dreamcast. <laughs> I'm on my third. I'm on my third. Those, the lasers go so quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need I need another one. Uh, need to check that uh, on the interwebs sometime because I want to play w w a game um, that's coming out soon. Um, we interviewed the guys behind that, uh, a game called Elysian Shadows. That's coming oh, out for the Dream, an indie game. That's coming out for a Dream. Is it, is it a schmuck? It's an RPG. Oh. Yeah. So cool. we interviewed the guys. Uh, was it? like two or three shows ago not sure uh, two shows ago I think so uh, and they're, they're having a, a Kickstarter campaign actually starting uh, on the uh, August 1st so um, yeah I don't cool. get paid for this why am I advertising stuff I don't get paid <laughs> for this 
but yeah, <laughs> go check it out. <laughs> Elysian Shadows. Uh, the, the website is ElysianShadows.com. I'm on it right now. It's got a cool little, like, cool Grandia-esque feel yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. It's a 2D RPG, but they uh, added some awesome uh, 3D lightning, lighting effects, and uh, you can jump and dash, and it's got a great soundtrack, at least the, the tracks that they, they've done already are nice. So yeah. long as they take a page from Beyond Oasis, I will be fine. <laughs> yeah. That's a great game. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Yuzo. I feel like Yuzo phoned that soundtrack in that. Yeah, we were playing it. Uh, I guess a couple months ago, because I have the uh, the Genesis collection for PS3. Mm-hmm. We were going through it, and uh, Julian was like, "Oh, we gotta play Beyond Oasis. The game's awesome. It's got a Yuzo Koshiro soundtrack." I'm like, "Oh man, I'm totally in." We played it. And the game's cool, but yeah, I mean, like I typically, the music's kind of unmemorable. Yeah, I, I, I actually, it's not one of my favorite games of all time, but have you played, um, what's it called over there, uh, Crusader of Senti? No! It's uh, known as Soleil over here in Europe, but it's Crusader of Senti. It's also a, a nice game. It's uh, Zelda-like as well, but you control a boy that can uh, talk to animals and use the... Uh, the animals' abilities in battle and stuff—it's nice. It's an that looks game. awesome. Cool. And and the soundtrack is is—it's not mind blowing, but it's it's nice as well. And Sonic does a cameo on that game. Oh, is that the one where he's like he's on like sitting beach. on a like, like a beach chair? Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Things, like, don't you mean you'll get burned? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember seeing screenshots of that and being like, "What is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another par- parallel universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, next question: What is your favorite Sega game? Oh, favorite yeah. Sega game. Okay. Favorite Sega games, if you want to. Um. Okay. Well, Eternal Champions is in my list, but my <laughs> all-time favorite Sega game, hands down, is Streets of Rage 2. It is a perfect game. I can play that game again and again and again and again and again and never get tired of it. Awesome. There. Said it. Ooh. Drops the mic. It was easy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I go back and forth. Uh, if I had to say a really definitive answer, it would be Gunstar Heroes. I, okay. I discovered that game really late in the Genesis life cycle. Which I think is when it came out anyway. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just like, I'd never seen some of the uh, the sprite effects that they had pulled off, or like that many people on screen at once. The weapon system was so uh, dense. There was so much to discover and like experiment with. I just I loved it so much. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think if I had to say one, it would be that. Okay, so. Nice answers right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. if, I, if I had to say like my musically favorite game, it'd be Jet Set Radio, but that game makes me so mad sometimes. Yeah, actually, that was one of the questions I, I had to ask later, but we can address yeah. it now. Favorite video game so soundtrack? <laughs> favorite video game soundtrack. Ooh. It doesn't even have to be Sega, but if you want to... it's prob- It probably is Sega, but... Well, open the floodgates. That one. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, 
Favorite video game, favorite Sega soundtrack. I'm going to repeat myself here with Streets of Rage 2. Again, every winner of that soundtrack. Koshiro is, is the man. Favorite <laughs> video game soundtrack? I think I'm going to have to say Mega Man 9. Mm. That's, that's, a, that's, that's an exciting, rom- exciting audible romp from, from start <laughs> to finish. Like, oh, it, it starts strong, it closes strong. It's just, it, it's so tied inherently into feelings of goodness and awesome that I don't know, that's that's where I fall. Mm. Okay. Jeez. This is a tough one. I guess I'd have to say, for Sega, Jet Set Radio, uh, I'm a huge fan of Hideki Naganuma. Like, all this stuff for, like, Ollie King, Sonic Rush, uh, is just, I, I dig that style so much. I think that is very, uh, very much in line with like what the Sega sound is to me, like it kind of mm-hmm. like the kind of punkish, uh, rebellious nature of it. The uh, in Jet Set Radio kind of reflects the personality that Sega puts forward. Yeah. Kind of like that's, I don't know. That's very representative of their whole. I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's a great guy as well. We did a, a yeah. special show. Um, about uh, I, I have another show on Radio Sega called Radio Sega's Top 40 Countdown and from time to time I have a special uh, edition of the show where I um, put up a poll for people to vote for their favorite tracks from uh, a game or a composer so I um, we people I had people vote for their favorite Hideki Naganuma tracks and he advertised the show the poll everything 200 and 35 people, I think, voted for the poll because of his retweets and his tweets about the show, and it was a record-breaking show and everything. Amazing. The guy, the guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you know, not many people know this, but he's he's got uh, he has another name he does music under uh, Skank Funk. Really? I think this is the first time I'm openly saying this on Radio Sega. I, I plan. I plan to do a, a top forty special uh, with Skank Funk songs. But uh, Skank Funk, uh, yeah. Skank Funk, Skank what? Funk. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the name. Skank Funk. Uh, he Is did that music style for. Music? He did. He did music for Yakuza games, especially. Oh, neat! Crazy. Yeah, you know, uh, there's a, there's a, a song. At least uh, it used to get played a lot on Radio Sega called "Your Knife Feels Good." from uh, Black Panther it's one of the PSP uh, Yakuza games and it's it's kind of a, an awesome song a classic Radio Sega song it's a skank funk song which means it's a, a Hideki Naganuma song <laughs> that's crazy that's, I did not know that at all yeah. you just blew our minds here <laughs> yeah, if you, if you lo- actually if you search for his SoundCloud uh, account which should be something like soundcloud.com slash Hideki Naganuma or something. There are a few skank funk tracks in there. I think. Oh man! Yes, and I think. No, it's not <laughs> slash Hideki Naganuma. Oh, maybe it is, because I uh, actually typed it wrong. No, it isn't. There's a dash, there's a dash between the Hideki and Naganuma. Ah, okay. So. Yeah, he's got yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, in, yeah, uh, he's got uh, the, the, the third track, uh, Vendor Pop, is awesome. 
It's uh, from a Yakuza game. Crazy. I think Yakuza 5 or 4. Then you have a few, if you scroll down a bit, you have a few of his uh, skank from tracks from uh, Yakuza Black Panther. That's cool. I'm going to have to check those out. Yeah. So this is what we call SEG education. <laughs> Here we go again with this. <laughs> oh shit! I haven't used this for a while, Danny. <laughs> yeah, it's only been like a week or two. You know. <laughs> oh my! Yes. So I think we're um, yeah we've been talking for a bit. Let's just ask one more question, a couple more questions, and then we'll do a music break. Okay, guys? Sure. So yeah. Uh, You've, you've talked about your favorite video game soundtracks. What about your uh, musical influences? As a oh whole? man, this it's, is where it's, we you can it. you can uh, talk <laughs> about video game music or non-video game music. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say that that all of us in the band um, were influenced by video game music because I mean, like, we're the right generation, and it's where all our inspiration comes from. But my other big influence uh, is 1980s synth pop. Uh, I love synth music, and like anyone who who knows me personally knows that I am like uh, a synth obsessive. In my studio <laughs> alone, uh, I've got six synthesizers, uh, most of which are vintage uh, analog. I only buy analog synthesizers, with the exception of my Yamaha DX7, which I have because it has the it's the bigger brother of the Sega Genesis sound chip. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, I, I have that keyboard basically just so I can load Sega sounds into it and do neat things. Um, but I, I love that era. Uh, bands for like like Yaz, Depeche Mode, um, a lot of the, the that kind of synthier, dancier songs from the 1980s, uh, The Buggles, uh, Thomas Dolby, um, Devo especially. These are, those are bands that have like a huge influence on the type of music I write. I tend to write more. Um, poppier, uh, bouncier tracks. Uh, in fact, even if you look at like the songs that on the album, they're the songs that uh, Mega Drive and I wrote together. And they're the songs that Saturn wrote by himself and the songs that Saturn and I and Mega Drive all wrote together. And then the one track that I did entirely by myself uh, until I got um, Mega Drive to record rhythm guitar was uh, uh, Scrambled Gravity, the Death Egg Zone theme. Mm -hmm. and, and the arrangement on that was like, half synth pop, half uh, early 90s grunge. And that was kind of the way we set up to do it. And, uh, and yeah, that's really where, where everything I lie musically. If it's not video game music, it's generally early 90s rock or most probably 80s synth pop. Nice, nice. Yeah. What about you, Mega Drive? Uh, for me, I'm more of a, like, I kind of gravitate a little bit closer to uh, the grunge kind of uh, and like even a little bit of uh, that hip hop dance beat uh, that we used to get like early '90s. Uh, that's kind of like what I grew up listening to. Uh, and then like uh, had a bit of a metal phase uh, in high school. We all had a metal yeah. phase in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I still love metal. Um, but yeah, and then like as far as music that I write, um, I do a lot of. Uh, I work professionally as a. Uh, a music composer for video games uh, and I take a lot of my inspiration from uh, the earlier games that I played so uh, artists like Yuzuka Shiro, uh, Masato Nakamura um, particularly I'm, I'm a huge fan of um, 
God damn it, why am I blanking on his name? Howard Drossen? Yes, thank you. Howard Drossen. Okay. Um, I love his work on Comic, Comic Zone. Zone. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, uh, I, he did the soundtrack to The Protector. Uh, he also did that. One of the, like, the only reason I picked up the, uh, the remake, not the remake, the reboot of Splatterhouse was that I heard he was doing the soundtrack to it. <laughs> and the soundtrack to that is awesome. Game, not so much. Uh, but I really like that, uh, like, uh, rhythm guitar heavy kind of rock. Uh, is, yeah, that's basically why I'm a rhythm guitarist. You kind of hear that a lot. Uh, and our songs are very prevalent to uh, these driving rhythm uh, melodies. Cool, cool, cool stuff. Yeah, so. Okay, I think we we're. Um, why am I getting distracted by Twitter? I don't know. Uh, I think it's time we do. A You're quick... getting distracted by Twitter. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, we. Poor soul. What? You poor soul. You poor soul. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is a professional show, Donny. So we're, we're professionals here. So. Welcome keep to the prof- Sega tweet. Uh-huh. Keep, it, keep it professional. Or maybe yeah. not. Or maybe not. <laughs> yeah. So it's time we do a quick music break. Uh, this time we'll play um, one of the, uh, the, the one track on the show that's not from uh, your uh, album. We'll play... Quick, let's interject. Let's interject. We didn't, I didn't get a chance to tell you the second track we wanted if we have time. Okay. Yeah. We're not doing this live. We can put this in. Yes. Uh, yes, we can. Mega Drive requested the Empire theme from uh, Gunstar Heroes. Yes, the uh, the fifth level, I think. Okay, uh, so in that case, uh, we'll have a quick turn of events here, and the next couple of tracks you'll hear on the Sega Lounge are uh, non-Blast Processor songs. So <laughs> we'll have uh, Thunder Force from Thunder Force 4, also known actually, uh, I just found uh, out about this uh, this morning, uh, Thunder's, uh, Thunder Force 4 uh, was called Lightning Force The Quest for Dark Star in the US. Yep. It sure was. I didn't know that, actually. So, And um, also, we'll be adding the soundtrack to Thunder Force 4 to Radio Sega uh, shortly. So you can thank the Blast Processor for that, because since they requested the track from this soundtrack, I had to uh, go look for it, and I actually <laughs> found the whole, the whole soundtrack that will be added to uh, the playlist shortly, so you can thank the guys for that. The track yeah. we'll be playing is called Metal Squad. Um, and then we'll have, so uh, apparently we'll have something from Gunstar Heroes. Right? What yep. are we playing <laughs> next? Uh, Empire, Final Assault. <laughs> okay, of course, this is all live. So, yes, we'll <laughs> yeah. be playing this right now because I have all the tracks lined up here and yeah, all yeah, professional and stuff. Okay, so uh, take a listen to the couple of tracks from Sega Games, awesome Sega Games, and we'll be right back with more of uh, the Sega Lounge and with more of the Blast Processors. When we get back, apart from the interview, it will be time for the Sega Lounge Weekly Challenge. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Keep it here, this is the Sega Lounge.
You're listening to the Sega Lounge with SSF 1991. Donnie. And KC. Only on Radio Sega. Welcome back everyone, you're listening to the SEGA Lounge on Radio SEGA and tonight we're joined by the Blast Processors. You just heard a couple of tracks that the guys picked for us. We had uh, from Thunder Force 4, which is actually also known as Lightning Force, the quest for the Dark Star, uh, uh, also known as LFTQFTD for short. <laughs> or maybe not. Uh, and you heard Metal Squad, actually. And then we had uh, from Gunstar Heroes Empire, the final assault. Yes. 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 So uh, we were talking about um, music, but for now, uh, before we get into the new album, why don't we talk about what you guys have been playing lately? Ooh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Actually. I, I started playing this yesterday because it came out yesterday, but I am all about Freedom Planet. If you haven't had the chance to try it out yet, it's the best Sonic game since Sonic Advance. <laughs> uh, um, like, it's so, so legit good. I, I was so, like, 
I was skeptical, right? Because it was like it started off as a Sonic fan game, and yeah. you know, you you never know where those are gonna go. But it's so tight. I I just I can't say anything enough phrases. So that and Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight. Stole my answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically all I've been playing, and Mario Kart Eight. But I'm not allowed to say that. So. <laughs> <clears throat> well, you are. You are. So, I mean, it's I mean, it's on I the mean, Sega Wii Wii VMU, so. Yeah, Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed Three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool that they put the entire Mario cast in that game. <laughs> you like mean a... you mean all the 15 versions of Mario? Yeah. <laughs> Metal Baby Mario, Mario, Bronze Metal Mario, Mario, Baby Mario, <laughs> <laughs> Luigi <Three> Mario. Mario. <laughs> 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 yeah, the uh, the Big the Cat Death Scare really took the world by storm. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess uh, for me, uh, I've definitely been playing a lot of Shovel Knight. I I love that game; it's fantastic. Uh, I'm also like totally in love with that soundtrack uh, by Vert. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I, yeah, I, I'm getting mad because I don't know when uh, Shovel Knight is coming. Um, is going to be released in Europe? Oh, it's not out. I, I don't think so. I, oh. I need to check that out because I actually it was. It should be on Steam, right? I think Steam does international launches, don't yeah. they? Do yeah, they, I they... think so. I think so. I'm not a big PC player though, PC gamer. Ah. So, but yeah, maybe I, maybe I I'll check one. it out. Yeah. Not sure. I wanted yeah. to have it on my Wii U or 3DS. Yeah. Yeah, same <clears> here. <throat> um, other than that, I've been going back. And, this is gonna sound bad for all my answers the Nintendo games, uh, but I've been going back and uh, finishing off uh, Fire Emblem Awakening, uh, which I I love it because like not only is it just a great game, but it also uh, gives me flashbacks to playing Shining Force. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was that was what got me into uh, Fire Emblem. It was like, hey, what's this? Oh, it's like Shining Force. Done. Um, let's see. Other than that, um, has it been a whole lot new? We even played the 3D remakes. Right? Yeah, 3D remakes. Uh, oh, uh, playing the new version of Guacamelee that just came out, which uh, a buddy of mine works at Drink. Uh, I almost said DreamWorks. <laughs> Drinkbox. Uh, <laughs> put it. A new version that is like super ultra turbo championship edition or something. Yeah. Uh, to that effect, uh, and it's really great. Yeah, uh, I, I had I have that on my Vita actually. Yeah. And I yeah, love it's made, it. yeah. I've made here in Toronto, and uh, we're super proud of those guys. A lot, of, a lot of them are our friends, and uh, cool. it's I'm so happy that, that that game has been as well received as it has. It's, they deserve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice game. It's a nice game. Okay, so yeah, there's that. Um, interesting question now. If you could make Sega release a sequel, not ask, you have to make them release the game. Uh, <laughs> why did I uh, write this down like this? I don't know. I'm, I'm an aggressive person. Um, if you could make Sega, if you could make Sega release a sequel to one of their classic IPs, what would it be and why? Streets of Rage 4. <laughs> and why? Because Streets of Rage. Because why I'm the hell piss, not? Yeah, maybe I'm gonna piss people off when I say this, but Streets of Rage three kind of left me with a with a an unsatisfying like conclusion to the series because it was good, 
but it wasn't as good as, as Streets of Rage 2. So I feel like Streets of Rage 4 could take all the innovations they put into 3, apply it to 2, like that that kind of just the solid soundtrack, the solid feel, and, and make a damn good new Streets of Rage game. I mean, I was happy when we got Remake. Um, Sega obviously wasn't, but uh, <laughs> I very much enjoyed that while uh, it was still available. And uh, I, I, that's that's what I would in a heartbeat. I would get another Streets of Rage. I'm totally right there with you. I think that would be like the best thing to ever happen. Uh, my answer would be, uh, I always say that I want to see another Comic Zone. Um, and I, I think it's a probably in this day and age would be a better sell than a Streets of Rage 4 because it was so much more than just a side-scrolling brawler. Like the level design was so much more, uh, I guess like interesting would be the word. Uh, there's more. There's more happening. There's like puzzle solving. There are alternate paths. There's yeah. really, a really creative use of, uh, of like what the, the theme was. Like seeing the page that you're on actually start to burn away or tear. Uh, and like I think we, having that same mechanic in a day and age where we have these amazing, uh, this technology, that's uh, amazing graphics. Uh, I always look at stuff like. Uh, the yarn games that uh, Nintendo just did, like the way they were able to really capture mm-hmm. the fabric and like the texture of something that's really physical. If, if we were to do the same thing as like a sprite fighter, but like you really got the sense that it's on a, a page that you fold and you change, mm-hmm. I think that would be really awesome to see. Uh, it would probably take a lot of people by storm. Yeah. Uh, and then like a, as a really short answer, other than that, Rystar is like Seriously, why aren't there like 400 Rystar games? Exactly, exactly. I know, right? It's the best game ever. Why why did they only make one? Yeah. (laughs) I'm actually, I'm actually, uh, uh, one of the the things I I actually have been uh, talking about for a long time now is my idea to have uh, uh, Rystar or Restar or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Even the title is controversial, uh, but yeah, <laughs> um, it is to have a, a, an album of remixes of the whole soundtrack because it's one of my favorite soundtracks, uh, oh, yeah. at least in, in regards to platform gaming, platform games. So oh, yeah, yeah, I, I love it, and there are a few uh, great uh, sound um, remixes of of soundtracks, but I wanted a full album. Yeah. So that's one of my dreams. One day I'll get a group of people to uh, make all the the remixes, all remixes of all the soundtrack. I actually got uh, Mega Driver to record a uh, um, a cover of uh, Doody Da. Amazing. Oh, yeah, amazing. when we had the the interview, I uh, talked about that, and they sent me a um, an exclusive version or an exclusive cover of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm if just, you look I'm it up on Radio Sega, you'll find it. I think it's, it's, avail- it's available in their in their website as well. Oh, nice. That's awesome. We would be happy to do a Rise Star track. I would be. I'd be all over that. Awesome, awesome. Let's just, <laughs> just trying to imagine because I, I know what those guys sound like. Them doing Duty God, which is like the happiest thing you'll ever hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Duda, Duda. <laughs> Just hearing like this crazy Brazilian metal band do that is like, I have to look that up. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, so, some nice answers right there. Yeah, before we get into the new album, 
uh, one more thing. I uh, actually love the look of your website. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's like a, a Sonic 2 zone card or whatever you call it. The, the thing that uh, comes up before uh, you the, enter the weird, a like, new level on, yeah, on Sonic right, 2. Fans that like come out of nowhere. Yeah. We're trying to like we're very much trying to uh, oh no he means the zone like the website like shop zone the, the, yeah, yeah 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 those things yeah. yeah so we're really trying to make it um, better <laughs> I like <laughs> the the look is great the aesthetic is great but we need to put content on there and right lately we've been focusing more on getting like Facebook and Twitter going because it's an easier way to just interact with our fans we're uh, we're gonna start selling our merch online soon because previously we've only we have some really really nice like shirts and physical versions of our goods like we have chaos emerald buttons and stuff that we made cool. uh, and we only ever sell them at shows but i think we're gonna get some nice photos of them put them up on the site and actually start selling them online mm-hmm. awesome awesome yeah so uh for those who want to check out the website what is it blastprocessors.com oh that's a shock yes so <laughs> yeah it's easy so don't forget to check out. You have some nice photos of your gigs and everything. So, if you want to know what the guys look like when they're performing live, why not check out the album? Not the album, the website. Yeah. Also check out the album. Yeah, also check. Of course, of course. <laughs> yes. And like on that me. note, on a related note, let's talk about the album, <laughs> shall we? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like. Like, fave, comment, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. comment, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, click on the button below, and yeah, or maybe not. Yeah, uh, yes. So the new album called Genesis. If you yes. buy lots of albums, you'll have a genocide. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll maybe not. That, That's not 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 good publicity. Um, yeah, it's it's it's. A, I love puns and I love easy jokes. And so, it's like, it's our first album, yeah. and it's yeah. the Genesis. It is the most, literally the most appropriate title we could have picked. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, and you have an awesome cover for your album. Thank you. That was done by uh, a guy named Tom Bradnam. He, um, he's an incredible artist. This was his first time doing pixel art. He's, uh, he's a traditional animation guy, and he also works in games. Uh, and he, I asked him, like, would you be willing to do some some imagery for us in 16-bit style? And he's like, I don't know. I'm not really comfortable. I've never done pixel art before. I'm like, ah, I'm sure you'll be fine. And it, it worked out okay. Yeah, yeah. It's got, it's full of, of little details. You have the, the Genesis box art, the yeah. traditional Genesis box art. Yeah, the, I, I like the rating. Uh, content rated by the, the future. Yeah, content <laughs> rated by the future. <laughs> BP blast processing, <laughs> <laughs> and all the little details, the tiny de- details, the 3D glasses, the yep. biker helmet. <laughs> it's all there. So, yeah. And actually, this is this is again. Uh, we're we're releasing a music video soon, and this is actually animated in uh, in the in the video. We've got an intro where the whole thing just kind of animates in, and then it cuts into our live action video. Cool, cool stuff. We'll yeah. be talking about that in a bit. So, uh, right now, uh, why don't we do something that we never have done on Radio Sega or the Sega Lounge? Uh, how about you guys talk about every single track in the album, all 11 tracks in the album, do a, a short commentary on, on the tracks, how did they come to be, 
what's the concept behind them, etc. So, sure. let's start with the first one. Genesis does. We already played this on the show, so... Uh, yeah, this, what do you guys want to say about this? This is a fun one. This is a fun one because we, um, I, it was another one of those times where we realized that the theme from Zero Wing and Genesis does were yeah. the same key, and suddenly it's like, oh man, they're so such ballsy songs that we had to find a way to work them together. And uh, there's a fun little anecdote I like to tell about this one. I tell, I, I, I tell it at our shows before we play it because it's the funniest fucking thing. So we played this con last year called Con Bravo. And we actually just came off of the second year of us playing Con Bravo last weekend. Uh, but the first time we played it, um, we played this, uh, this Genesis does. And uh, everyone in the audience is a con. There's a lot of young people there, right? And so like, there were the, this, this kid and his friend must have been 17 years old, 16, 17, uh, dressed as Link. And I'm up there being like, Genesis does. You can't do this on Nintendo. <laughs> and, and, and the guy's looking like crestfallen. <laughs> Not mad. Like, oh, oh my god. And it's, it's, it's just amazing. And he just storms out and leaves the show. <laughs> Obviously, he had no idea what the hell I was talking about other than I was being a dick. Yeah. And, uh, and I love that story. I, like, I hope that people walk out of my shows now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like, so, so Genesis does we just amp, like amp the fuck out of it and put our own spin on it yeah. um, I, I, we put it as the first track on the album A because it's a nice like intro and B because the hope is that like either people will get so angry hearing it they'll share it with somebody be like look at listen to these assholes or people will get the joke and go oh my god great yeah you guys I was doing uh, the merch sales for uh, for Con Bravo this year and as I was telling people like about our songs and what we do, whenever I mentioned that we do a cover of the Genesis Does What Nintendo commercial, that was typically the one that people were like, "Oh my God, are you kidding me?" <laughs> like, it's it's definitely one like if you get it, you this album is for you. Like yeah. it's it's pretty well placed as the first song. Yeah, yeah I think and so. in I general, think so. we basically wrote this album for ourselves, uh, and if other people like it, then that's great. And if you're if you're old enough to know Genesis does what Nintendo, you're old enough to know all your base. Yeah, so <laughs> that's why we threw that little thing in there with Zero Wing, and and it's a Sega game, and a lot of people don't even know that tune is from a game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it just generally goes passes people by a lot, so we uh, we thought we'd educate. Yeah. So that's that. Um, <laughs> New tune. Next track, We Ride. Uh, yes, We Ride. So for this one, uh, we. We wanted to do a song from Hang On because we really liked those songs and we were uh, we were particularly uh, looking at the main theme and there was some we had some like weird concept for it to begin with we wanted to do like a yeah, if I had it on me I would play you like our original concept for it it was much sadder and slower yeah um and it uh, we didn't really know where it would come from or what we were going to do with it we were trying to arrange it and then. Ori just rings out. Uh, so, sorry, Mega Drive. Ooh, blew our cover there. This rings out on. on <laughs> no one heard anything. C minor chord, and and there's something about like the way he just rung out and the amp settings that we had and the reverb that it sounded like the Shredder theme from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like very sinister. It's like. Bow. Yeah, like it, it, to me, like it, I immediately saw like 
it's an, like it immediately sounded to me like an action movie from the eighties where like the villain just showed up and everybody just kind of went quiet and he's like taking his jacket off <laughs> and like everything kind of moving in slow motion like and like as soon as we heard that part of like with the intro we were like yes this is it and then it came together because like that song in into itself is fairly sinister it's a, it's a minor key song c minor is like the key for sinister uh that <laughs> a minor has a bit more dramatism to it um and and it was just just like it all came together like well let's write a song about our fictional history about escaping back to the past and and you know let's have a a call and response with the the nintendo evil forces yeah um and, and so it's just a lot of fun it's cheesy good fun uh i remember uh rexy's response to that song was like my god this sounds like a theme from an 80s like a, a like theme from an 80s movie like, that's yes. exactly what we yeah want. it's it's uh, it sounds like that yeah i i love i love this one it's, thank you yeah, and actually, it, um, the Source theme is one of my favorite Sega themes of all time as well. Thank you, yeah, I love it. Actually, funny enough, we have, on this album, there are three tracks by Hiroshi Kawaguchi, originally written by, right? Like, he did the, the um, uh, Afterburner Afterburn theme, yep. he did the, the uh, Space Harrier theme, and yes. he did uh, the Hang On soundtracks, and like, Unsung hero, that SST group, the SST oh. band are the unsung heroes of that uh, era, I think. Yeah, I think especially uh, hero, I think because yeah. um, uh, I, I I did a, a someone told me on Twitter a few months ago that uh, people didn't appreciate hero or Hiroshi Kawaguchi enough, yeah. so I uh, did a special show called the Hero Appreciation Show <laughs> and played <laughs> lots of tunes. From uh, Afterburners, Space Harrier, Ultron, etc. Uh, and people were like, oh, so this is the guy who composed these tracks. So, yeah. And I was, yeah, didn't you know that? No. Okay. Don't <laughs> uh, kill here, yourself. Here, here, here. Um, so, next track, Scrambled yes. Gravity. Scrambled pretty straightforward. We, um, so this is for, for those of you who don't recognize it, it's uh, Death Egg Zone Act 1 from Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Um, we, we, this is when we started figuring out how we were going to do this album. We were like, pick a concept. So I really wanted to write a song that sounded like Foo Fighters with a bit more synth. <laughs> I really love the Foo Fighters. And so, so uh, I. I mentioned that to Mega Drive and we started writing this and he was like, I'm like, yeah, I want, I need like a, I want a rhythm that's kind of Foo Fighters-ish. And then he came over after work that, that night and got it down. And it was like, well, this is coming together pretty easily. And then it got to the point where I'd done the two verses. And then uh, I was like, oh, I don't know how to end this song. I need a bridge. <laughs> so I'd been listening to a lot of Coheed and Cambria uh, at that time. And their song, Welcome Home, has that like, oh, 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 breakdown for like the latter half of the song. I'm like, hey, I can do that. <laughs> and so like I just I just like what happens if I drop everything but the kick drum and, and a choir uh, and, and it worked uh, and then I just noodled around on synth to get that little synth bit that's going behind it and it just came back together miraculously against all hope so uh, <laughs> that's that um, we already touched on Casualties of War and Last Stand Casualties of War is an interesting it's a unique song in that every in that 
uh, Mega Drive, Saturn, and I all have lead vocal parts in this. Um, and it's the only song so far that does. We do backup on a lot of other tracks and we swap roles. But I think everyone basically has an equal running time. I think I win a little bit with my robotic voice uh, in terms of time. But um, it's pretty pretty solid all around. Mm. I, uh, it was very, very, our first track, I'm sick and tired of it. I don't ever want to hear it again. Uh, <laughs> okay, it's, good, it's a good song. Great song. <laughs> Oh, I was going to add to that that uh, you can go back to listen to our version on the EP. You'll notice that at the beginning, the structure is a little bit different, and there's different lyrics going on, particularly for Robotnik and Sonic. Uh, and what happened was we were we were revisiting it, and we were trying to remaster it for this album, and we felt like that first bit kind of dragged on for a bit too long uh, to get to the, the flying battery part, which is kind of when it really gets interesting. Yeah. Um, so we went back and, and kind of truncated it and kind of brought things, the lyrics closer to the beginning, got rid of that empty space, uh, and when we rewrote it, we were like, oh cool, and it's done. And then we were just kind of sitting around and, and we're like, oh yeah, I guess it, nev- it doesn't actually say Casualties of War anymore. Yeah, it does not say Casualties of War anymore, <laughs> but <laughs> Like, oh, well, whatever, it's still called that. Yep. Um... Uh, moving on to the last band. So originally these were these two were meant to be basically one song. They faded one into the other. We we kept that theme. This was a Spartan mix. Like if you listen to it, it it's just pure um, rhythm guitar, lead guitar, bass, drum, vocal. There there's a there there was very little synth at all in the in the mix that we were doing for the album. And I I wanted to add a little bit. So the only synth in this track is this. Uh, during the uh, the chorus, as it were, uh, where it's climbing, the, uh, where we'll be climbing upwards, um, I've got a counter melody going like and that's it. Everything else is just pure um, like analog instruments, and uh, and I think it's good. It stands out from the dancier stuff we have later on. Sadly, there's no. This is Robotnik. Yeah, that's me. That's me rapping. (laughs) This is Sparta. Madness, this is Robotnik. The way this came together was actually really funny. Uh, We wanted to do the Death Egg Robot from Sonic 2. And um, I was on the the subway. We we have a... At the time, I had an hour-long commute into work. So I would take the subway and I would just write lyrics and listen to things. And we had this instrumental that we recorded, and I was like, it needs lyrics, it needs lyrics, but I don't want to sing, like, it would sound like a, like a fucking Hannibal opera kind of thing. <laughs> I didn't want that. Uh, and this, I don't know why the syncopation or how that actually came into my mind. It's very oddly syncopated. Um, but welcome to my death egg zone, the humble death trap I call home. It just came to mind. And I was like, I don't know why I like this, but I do. <laughs> and, and then it just... And then I just hand it up. I play the sinister robotic voice. Yeah. And it's, it's fun. It's, um, <laughs> when I play it live, I have a vocal doubler and I do weird, horrible, distorted, scary voices. Uh, it's, it's, I love playing that one live because, one, it's very, like, rhythm guitar heavy, so I really get to rock out. And two, I just, I'm biased to uh, villain songs. I really love musicals, and I particularly like any time the villain gets to just kind of like just sing about how awesome the villain is <laughs> he like just kind of revels in himself and like it's just so much fun for me yeah uh, 
There's like a like a quick thing I'll say about this one is that when we play this one, we usually like bookend all the Sonic stuff together. And what we used to do going into Sonic Boom was that we would play like right after this, we would play that little ending theme from Sonic Two. Da 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 da. So we, yeah. we used to play that out um, to ring into Sonic Boom, but we ended up like just cutting it because one, like it's just kind of filler and. It kind of ends in a way that people don't really know that the song is over yet. Like, people would start applauding after casualties, but notice that we were going straight into another song, so then they would stop. Then that song would finish, and we would go right into the, the Sonic 2 ending, so they would yeah. hold their applause. And it ends up like... <laughs> and then everyone would be like... Do we clap can, now? Can yeah, because we, yeah. we kind of like pulled the rug from under them like three times now. They're like, uh... Is it safe to to enjoy us? And it's just like if you don't know it, if you don't know what it is, it's kind of ineffectual and and lame. So we cut that from our set, and we never recorded it, and probably never will. Um, <laughs> but there's a little bit of trivia. Uh, you can hear it if you watch our YouTube video from uh, Con Bravo last year oh, and true. and uh, Lee's Palace. We play it then. Um, but that's lost to the the annals of time. Mm-hmm. Um, Family Slain again. It's another EP remix at this point. Uh, Redux. Yeah. Uh, the structures kept exactly the same, except with one major addition: the greatest synth in the world. <laughs> so, it. So we were we were mixing. This is like an eleventh-hour track. We were mixing this final track at like at the night before we were supposed to press press the album. Like, and and in my sleep-deprived adult brain, I was like, I really want something to go behind the the sung verses because it just sounded really hollow and I'm going through my my digital synth collection and I find this gem of a synth it's just like a voice going like oh yeah 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 but distorted to fuck and it's like tribal and synthy and it's got like a nice little drum beat in it too that's a percussive burst and I, I play it and everyone in the room is like it's, like, it's just me Saturn and Mega Drive and we're all like yeah and then I, I put it into the song, and Saturn's like, wait, you're not actually putting that in the track, are you? <laughs> and I just, like, insisted on it. And as a result, the track came out, like, 300% dancier. Yeah, it gives it, it gives it a bit more energy. Yeah. Um, that one definitely should be credited. Like, uh, we, we started, like, it was one of those songs that we started, like, jamming to that song, not really sure where we were going to go with it. And then uh, our, not too long after Saturn joined up with us, he's like, I'm going to write some lyrics to that. And he did, and that's basically where like the whole structure of the song came from. Like, yeah. he just, just kind of stepped up and really uh, rocked out to it. Dwarf Elf and Human, the Dwarf Elf and Human chorus, where we all like Dwarf Elf and Human. That uh, was it was a, a hilarious accident. We were rehearsing it, yeah. and he was passing around the lyrics like on his phone, and we were taking turns singing it. And I, I don't know what he intended. To this day, I still don't know what I was supposed <laughs> to sing. But I was like, the timing, I was like, Dwarf, Elf, and Human. He's like, wait, you weren't supposed to sing that. I'm like, fuck it, it sounded good. Like, yeah. All of us, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. And then, and so, like, the idea is it's like, it's kind of like uh, Axe Battler, Gilius Thunderhead. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, singing together. But, like, the one thing we're always worried about is that, like, some, like, Uber nerd's going to be like, oh, Jerus isn't, isn't an elf, she's an Amazon. Yeah, we're waiting. We're waiting for that that book bookworm egghead to be like uh, technically in the manual for Golden Axe. It says, <laughs> Shut up! In, in the critically acclaimed Beast Rider, it clearly shows 
I can imagine that at your shows. <laughs> Some guy at the back. Well, excuse me for interrupting. Yeah, wait a minute, stop the show. <laughs> it's, it's it's cool though. Like this this song is uh, uh, because we've been playing it for so long. It's one of the few songs, or not few songs. You'd say that, but it's one of the songs that people like to sing along with us in the crowd. Cause they know it. Yeah. It's it's like our diehard fans know it, and yeah. they they get involved into it, which is great. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of good places for uh, audience for his thing. Uh, we already touched on Afterburners Go, so I'll just, I mean, it's, it's, uh... It's no, we theme. haven't, because we were no, off the air. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were off the air. Right, yeah. I track this yeah. thing. Uh, Afterburners yeah. Go, um, because I don't want to take forever on going through every track, yeah. uh, it's a, it's inspired by, like, classic 80s cartoon show intros, uh, which is why it has that lovely little synth intro at the beginning, and the, the synth <laughs> bass that comes in, and the, and the, the 80s Simmons toms, and, like, the... Doo -doo. Um, and, and why we shout Afterburners Go a lot. Uh, we also make a reference to uh, Top Gun uh, in the very oh. first thing we say, yeah. go into the danger zone. Oh! Is, uh, <laughs> exactly. I, I hadn't noticed that before. <laughs> it's a duet. You <laughs> fighter pilots. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and I, I was uh, when we were talking off the air, I was talking about how the track title uh, "After Burners Go" reminds me of Burning Rangers Go, but the, uh, apparently that isn't. That's just a coincidence. It's right? a happy coincidence. I never, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, yeah. Now we need to do a Burning Rangers we Go. We totally need to do a Burning Rangers. And make callbacks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and and I want to point out the the masterful solo on this by uh, by Saturn. He really wails on the on the lead guitar. Oh, yeah, totally. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Anthem of Ages. This was the toughest toughest song we've done. I think um, we always since since we started the band we've always played the theme of Space Harrier in our show. But it's always been purely instrumental. We get up there and we jam out basically the SST version of the song. We have a good time. Everyone gets into it because it's bouncy and danceable. And like the, the two Space Harrier fans in the audience go really crazy over it. <laughs> um, and but we wanted it on the album, but we refused to have like a pure instrumental track. I know we have a couple like Streets of Rage and Cool Spot are kind of spoken word, but um, we we didn't want to have a pure instrumental track. And so Saturn and the nick of time came up with this really great idea for a song an, like we, we were joking about calling it the anthem of ages because it sounds very anthemic and ages is like a backwards blah 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 um, and, but he wrote these great lyrics in the kind of style of video killed the radio star to uh, to talk about Sega you know we have the NES versus SEGA line in there which I think is probably the best line we will ever write <laughs> um, and it's yeah pretty great Uh, so that's that. Cool Spot uh, is our homage to Tommy Tallarico and his soundtrack to Cool Spot. Um, yeah, I love this one. This is from the, it's the the Dance Rave tune, is what it's called. It's the bonus stage theme. Um, and it, it's a little ditty that we turned into a three-minute romp. Uh, it's got the, the lovely, sultry voice of our friend Erica Sabo at the beginning. Uh, and she, I, I needed someone who sounded like at least 500 times sexier than I do. That's for <laughs> this. So uh, I called her up and was like, please, can you record for me right now? And she did. So she's a good sport. Um, and we wanted to make a club song. We wanted a dance song without being bros. And it's kind of what that is. Um, 
funny, funny little bit, uh, the soliloquy that I have at the end about being in the club. You lock eyes with a stranger across the room. Mega Drive was saying it would be absolutely hilarious if you did a music video for this and a guy locks eyes with a 7-Up bottle. And, like, right <laughs> when the soul comes in, he starts showering himself in slow-mo with the 7-Up. Yeah, like, he just, like, starts gorging himself. <laughs> like, he's drinking it, and then, like, just, like, a Gatorade commercial just, like, kind of like, happens. He's just, like, spraying it all over and slowly. That's hilarious. He makes you into this 7-Up that he should be. Um, Starlight Tonight is interesting. It's actually interesting. It's Starlight Zone from Sonic 1. Um, and... It started life off as a sappy romantic pop tune. And it was like half the tempo, it was longer, it was kind of whinier, and I just hated it. I love I loved the idea behind it, but I just fucking hated it. And I was like, we need to shelve this. We can't even think about this for a while. It almost did go on the album at all. And and then then uh, this was I think it was Saturn and I were hanging out together. We're like, what if we like Godify this 300%. And we picked up the tempo, and then uh, Saturn started singing it with kind of like a Green Day or Scott voice, uh, punk voice. And then I said, well, What if we get trumpets? So I asked my friend Andre if they trumpet on the album. And that's where we got that kind of like uh, stuff going on there. Yeah. And then it just kind of coalesced and actually came into something I like. Um, took me a while. But, yeah. And then finally, closing it out. I had to have a Streets of Rage 2 song on this album. I had to. If I didn't, I would be angry. So uh, we, we don't want to. We don't want to see you angry. So no, yes. I, that's the, my secret. Happens. I'm always angry. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me very angry. Very the, angry indeed. <laughs> for the the acoustically astute, you will notice that this is a mashup of the intro to Streets of Rage 1 and the SOR super mix of Streets of Rage 2. We use like motifs from both, and it is the Ooh. intro crawls to Streets of Rage 1, followed by the intro crawl text of Streets of Rage 2. Yeah, uh, verbatim. Mm. I kept them. I didn't change a word. I just pasted them to, to work with the arrangement, and uh, it's just like wailing and solos, and everyone gets their their fair share of, of solo in this. And... We thought about putting lyrics to like the the empty sections, like what I guess you would consider the chorus, but. We always, we just kind of always considered it like a, just a fun jam out song uh, that we kind of put usually halfway through our set, and yeah, with with the intro crawl text uh, with like a really sinister kind of like narrator voice to it, yeah, it felt. Yeah. Oh. I, yeah. I think that the chorus should be. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I think that yeah. would be the awesome, the best chorus ever. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe for the second album. You, sh you could do a track with that, or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the album. Sorry. That, that's, that takes us through. That's yeah. a, that, that is the album in a, in a large nutshell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so it, all 11 tracks. So, uh, the best comprehensive guide to Genesis by the Plast Processor. <laughs> This is like a... a um, a strategy guide to listen to the album. You'll so never listen to it uh, the same way as before after you listen and, to this and episode of the Sega Lounge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things that you'll never listen to again after hearing the show. <laughs> not just with... Yeah. Not just, <laughs> Your whole not life just... will be ruined after, after the show. Yeah. After listening yeah. to the Sega Lounge. Yeah. You, you will divorce the internet after the show. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah so okay so i think that was awesome thanks guys for uh letting us know uh this uh this bits of info about all the tracks i think it's time we do another quick break music break uh this time we'll play uh, a couple more of your tracks so we just uh, heard you talk about the Streets of Rage, so we're going to play that and we're going to play the cool spot. When we get back, it's time for the Sega Lounge Challenge. <laughs> get on. Yes, yes. So, can the, the Blast Processor survive our weekly challenge? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> die trying. <laughs> yes, at least you can die trying. <laughs> okay, so like, don't go like anywhere. Don't mess with me now. <laughs> <laughs> the blessed processors and knuckles. Um, so <laughs> don't go anywhere. Uh, we'll be right back. Just take a listen to a couple more of the blessed processors tracks.
Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. Have you heard of this new place? It's called The Cool Spot. Okay, everyone, uh, we're back. This is the Sega Lounge with the Blast Processors, and it's time for the Sega Lounge Challenge. <laughs> this time for the second uh, time on the Sega Lounge. Uh, we did this with the Mega Drive Band on the first episode. Uh, hopefully, it will be a little bit better because uh, <laughs> our technical difficulties on uh, the first episode uh, are the stuff of legends. Uh, so let's try this again. It's time for in reverse. Yes, this is a Sega, uh, a Radio Sega tradition. It was uh, first used by Resident SD on Sega Ages, uh, a show that we used to air, the first show that ever uh, aired on Radio Sega. 
uh, yes, and we had In Reverse. So basically, In Reverse is uh, a set of uh, Sega music, Sega tracks that are played in reverse. So that's Ooh. just that. You just have to listen to the tracks in reverse and try to figure out what the tracks are. Uh, okay, we have two tra uh, two sets of tracks, five tracks each. Okay, uh, we'll play the tr the the sets uh, twice, so you can have some time to figure out what the tracks are, and after that, you'll have to give us your guesses, and we'll play the tracks uh, not reversed, so uh, the regular tracks, and we'll see if you got them right. Let's do this. Let's do this. So let's play the first set, and uh, uh, while I say this, I should have this. Uh, uh, ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's play the first set of in reverse tracks of tonight's show. In reverse. guesses by now all right okay okay so should you right play this that, again or not so the first little bit with the reverse sound that was just your sound effect for introing it right or yeah the first little bit yeah 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 it's not okay, okay, yeah. it's just so, to differentiate every so afterburner thing. opens it up we we heard the, the theme from afterburner 2 yeah uh the second one I, i'm not i need to hear the second one again but so, after that it, we think it's the intro to Gunstar Heroes, the first level of Rise Star, and the Sonic and Knuckles bubble bonus stage. Okay, so you just need to listen to the second one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have. Uh, actually, I do. I think I do have the the second. We'll just one. play through it again quickly. Yeah. The first yeah. Okay. So just let's take a listen to the first set of in reverse tracks once more. <laughs> In reverse. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. We are we are a hundred percent certain certain about four of them. Uh, okay. We'll see about the last one. So yeah. Okay. So Definitely for each track you guess correctly, you get one point. You need to get at least six points. Otherwise, <laughs> we'll kill you <laughs> right here on the spot. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Afterburner two. It's the uh, the, the intro. The intro theme. Or, or the, the, not the intro. Sorry. The, the main theme. Yeah. Uh, the next one I think is from Wonder Boy. It sounds Master Systemy. I'm not sure, to be honest. It was yeah. tough. Following that, the intro to Gunstar Heroes, uh, then level one from Rystar, then the Sonic and Knuckles bubble bonus stage. Yeah. Okay. The one where so... you're on like the orbs and you gotta go yeah. up. Yep. So I'll play um, the tracks not in reverse, so we okay. can have the chance to check it out, shall we? All right. Let's see. In reverse. Okay, so the first one was the afterburn theme. Oh, yes. <laughs> the second one was swimming or the underwater theme from Alex Kidding Miracle World. Oh, yeah, no wonder. Restart, shooting restart, or round one, one. First round ever. Is that just that one area that had that one layout that made you do those one things? Yes. <laughs> and number five, the gunball machine, or whatever you want to call it, bonus stage one from Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah! Four out of five ain't bad. Yes, yeah, so four out of five. Not that bad. Are you guys ready for the second set of in reverse tracks? Yes. Later. Yes. We only, we only need one point. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. In reverse. Number 
Hey! Alright. <laughs> we are stumped on the last one of that five, but in the first one was Oil Ocean from Sonic 2. The second one is a Streets of Rage 2 track. I think it's Dreamer, but it's definitely one of the stages from Streets of Rage 2. I'm just trying to think of the name. Oh. Um, yeah, and the next one, I thought it was Outrun for the for a second, but I, I'm going to change my answer. I think it's actually uh, Outrider Crytek from Hang On. Okay, and then the, la- the set track after that was Bulbanak Wilderness. And the last track, I have no fucking clue. Yeah, I got no idea either. That's correct. No, I'm sorry. That's not <laughs> the track title. It doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so second play? No, I think I think we're pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if we're ever gonna guess that last one. Un- yeah. Okay. Unknown from me. No fucking clue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me just play this one one more time so you can sure. listen to it. Sure. Whoops. Any ideas? Uh, I think it's from Shinobi, but I'm not sure which song. Okay. Let's see what we got. Let's see where we are. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's play this. In reverse, not in reverse. In reverse. This one's pretty obvious. My Lotion Zone from Sunny 2. Not exactly Outright the Crisis, but from Hang On or Super Hang On, Hard Road. Ah! Ah! Damn it! Is all that close enough? <laughs> <laughs> Wilderness from Golden Axe was number four. Yeah. And number five was Chinatown from Revenge of Shinobi. It was a Shinobi track, yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so, uh, how about that? Let me see. One point, two points, ah, okay, three points, okay. So you have, you got seven points out of the possible ten. I think, I think you're, you're safe. Okay, you can we're go on and do your music and stuff. We're way past cool. Did we beat the Mega Drive band? Uh, pr- probably, I'm not sure because they weren't <laughs> able to listen to the tracks that well, that, so that that they had, we, we did the show live and they had to tune into the radio to listen to the tracks <laughs> because our setup didn't allow them to uh, listen to the tracks like you did, so I think you had an advantage. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, but yeah. 
Uh, maybe we'll have a Sega Lounge special uh, with um, the Blast Processors versus the Mega Drive Band one day. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, you guys are in a bit of a hurry. Uh, we are. Although, we do have one last question for you. It's sure. a, a quick one. Donnie, would you like to do the honors? I think this is the most appropriate time to ask this question on the Sega Lounge ever. Yeah, I, I think this question probably applies to you guys more than any other guest we've had so far. <laughs> <laughs> and the question is, if you could add blast processing to anything in the world, what would it be and why? <laughs> we actually do this question every week. Alright, if we could add blast processing to one thing, what would it be and why? Anything? Um, anything. Oh man, okay. So, <laughs> I would totally add blast processing to my oven. <laughs> Bear with me. Because <laughs> baking is not extreme enough, and it really could use it. <laughs> baking is not extreme enough. <laughs> I could just see like the Sega commercial version of you cooking dinner and just be like, like, this guy's just cooking dinner. It's and like my favorite thing about those commercials was that like their comparison was like it was so unfair. You, yeah, so if you didn't yeah. have blast processing, it was a Super Nintendo hooked up to like a beater Winnebago or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like blast processing was basically like saying, yeah, a Genesis can power a funny car. And like <laughs> what? So I just equate that with like, yeah, it can make it go like way faster. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It'd be it'd be so great to see like just normal people just like going on to like their normal commute and then it's just like blast processing. <laughs> like, oh my god, what the hell? We're gonna die. And there's just like like just weird footage of like just various Sega games playing on the windows and there's like no reason for it. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> because that that's uh, essential for the car to go faster. Yeah, you it have is. <laughs> images of Sega games playing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, awesome, awesome answers right there. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for joining us. I think it was... Thank you for having us. This was amazing. This yeah, was one of our... Uh, most The most fun we've had. Um, I, I, we we do, do say this every week, but uh, <laughs> this time we mean it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, guys. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Let's, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's, if, you, if you ever want to, actually, yeah. Final, final closing things. Uh, check out our album blastprocessors.bandcamp.com. Uh, follow us on on the Twitters and the Facebooks. We're blast processors on all of those too, um, and we're also on the YouTubes. But uh, you can find everything on on Twitter, Facebook. They're both central hubs. Um, we're gonna try and play a show near you, wherever near you is. Um, based on on demand, we're gonna try and figure out what our touring schedule is. So excuse me for interrupting. But are you go? Are you coming to Indonesia in the near future? 
No, but Jakarta <laughs> is lovely this time of year. Are, are, are you are you coming to Antarctica sometime? In... It's closer to us than Indonesia. We're in Canada. So. <laughs> yeah. So right, you, you, you guys have, have a video Thank coming. You so much for having us. Yeah, you guys have a video coming as well. We do. We're dropping it next week, so I'll let you know when that's coming. Okie dokie. So. Thank you guys. Thank you, Master System and Mega Drive, for joining us for the Sega Lounge. Thank you so See much. You All the best. Talk to you guys later. Bye bye. Yep. Take care. Bye. Take care. Yeah. So oh. that was our interview with the Blast Brothers. Yay. So um, yeah, I, I'm kind yeah. of tired of laughing actually. Uh, not know about you, but yeah, it, that was Kate? really really fun. Casey tired of laughing more at eleven. Um. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Tomodachi life. Casey tired of la laughing. Breaking news. Casey news. <laughs> this is our impression of Tomodachi life uh, voices. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Pretty much. <laughs> so it's time for after hours, especially since it's two a.m. over here. So I think it's time for that. Uh, let's see, we have some upcoming shows on Radio Sega, uh, and if I can access our calendar, I'll tell you what they are. We'll have uh, the RSN Live, I, I'm sure this show will be probably the longest we've done so far, so in less than, I think, one hour and, uh, one hour and a half, we'll have RSN Live. Uh, on Radio Sega with voice, so that's at midnight BST, uh, right after the Sega Lounge ends. Stay tuned for that. Of course, uh, tomorrow at 9 p.m. BST, we have Sega Mixer Drive. Oh, actually, no, actually, no, I just um, remembered there's a blog post somewhere saying stuff. Yes, yeah, so yeah, I, I knew there was something. So, uh, this week, there's no Sega Mixer Drive. On Friday, it will be live on Sunday night uh, instead. So, never mind what I was saying. <laughs> uh, so, after RSN Live at midnight tonight, we'll have the late, late, late afternoon breakfast show with Shadow Remix on Saturday at 4 p.m. BST. That's the next one, the next show that's coming to Radio Sega. Uh, dual casting live on Sonic Radio and Radio Sega. Uh, Forever Sonic will be back uh, Saturday at 10 p.m. BST with Forever Sonic's Random Hour. And then uh, on Sunday at 8 p.m. BST, not 9 as usual, 8 p.m. UK time or BST, uh, Sunday night, Rexy will be back with another episode of Sega Mixer Drive. And it's a versus week, so it's always fun, so don't forget to uh, tune in for that. Um, yeah. Wow. Yes. And uh, apart from that, um, there's the Cyber Razor Cut next Wednesday at 8 p.m. BST with uh, another episode. Yes, another hour by our good friend Sonic Yoda. Yes. There won't be a, a, a Sega Lounge episode next week, but I'll get into that later because there, there will probably be a Sonic News show this week, Donnie. Or maybe not. Uh, considering how much I'm, I'm starting to pick up with busyness with uh, uh, stuff uh, outside of uh, SP and all that, with uh, charity streams and various other covered streams, I probably won't have the chance to do another Sonic News show 
uh, for probably a month or so. So okay. it might not be until it might not be until mid to late uh, August before I can do a show again. So by the time the next uh, uh, Sega Lounge happens, more than likely that will be the next time the Final New Show happens. Okay, okay, so there's that, or there's yep, th- there isn't actually. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, yes. No. Maybe so. I don't even. Who knows? I don't even know. Who knows? Who knows? We'll find uh, out next time on Dragon Ball Z. So. Yeah, on Tomodachi Life. Uh, Tomodachi Z. <laughs> yes, with uh, extra blast processing. Uh, yeah. Well, let's talk about Dragon, next show. Dragon Blast Z. <laughs> Dragon Blast Z. Uh, w- uh, was it? Um, what was the name of the beaver? I don't even remember now. All I know is it's a beaver. <laughs> it's a beaver. Okay. Yes. So next show's guest. Well, next show won't be happening until the fourteenth uh, of August, or August fourteenth. Uh, yeah, depending on how you like to say your dates. Uh, yeah. So n- we will be having a two weeks hiatus because I'll be traveling abroad. I'll be um, sightseeing. <laughs> Uh, around the world where in the world is KC San Diego uh, or maybe something else uh, where in the world is the fastidious beaver just remember that what am I saying I don't even know actually so n- there's no the Sega Lounge next week or the week after that so don't forget to uh, come back to uh, Radio Sega on Thursdays but on uh, the 14th of August for the next show uh, when we'll be joined by the Sega16.com guys, yes, because uh, August 14th marks the 25th anniversary of the Genesis, so the US uh, anniversary of the Genesis or the Mega Drive on the 14th of August. So th- for that show, we'll be joined by uh, some friends from the community, the Sega16.com guys. Uh, we'll have more info on that. Uh, closer to the date but at least you can uh, start um, getting ready how do you get ready for the Sega launch I don't know medical assistance perhaps psychological uh, um, help I don't know uh, counseling I don't know do we uh, even know anymore I like? don't know I don't know yes 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 so uh, of course we've been joined tonight by the blast processors so don't forget to check them out on their website blastprocessors.com at blastprocessors on twitter facebook.com slash blastprocessors and find I out think about... This, I think this show has contained so much blast processing that it's off the charts now. Yes. Uh, I think I'll end with a guitar sol- solo. Maybe air guitar, though. Because... <laughs> 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 yeah. Blast processing on the Sega Lounge. Next show with Sega16.com, guys. Yeah. Blast, blast processing. In other words, if gaming hardware went Super Saiyan... <laughs> Yes. So, what else? I don't think there's anything else to add. Thank you for listening to the Sega Lounge. This was episode number 8. Wow, time flies. Uh, Don't forget to check out uh, the Blast Processors on uh, all social media because they'll be having some live gigs soon. There's the upcoming video 
so don't forget to check that out as well next week for one of their songs uh, you heard it here first actually and we'll close the show with my personal favorite uh, from the Genesis album we've played this before on Radio Sega uh, you've heard it before you've loved it so why not end the show with We Ride by the Blast Processors why not yes I've been KC uh, and, and I've been addicted to Tomodachi Life. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we've all been addicted to Tomodachi Life at one point of an, or another. So, uh, <laughs> What else can I say? This has been the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. We play the best Sega music 24-7 and we do the craziest shows on the interwebs. Because we have Donnie. Uh, and KC and all the other crazy guys. So, because join us. We have this. We have be- the superpower of because teamwork. We're Sonic heroes. <laughs> because we're Sega loungers. Yay! With blast processing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Take a listen to "We Ride" by the Blast Processors. We'll be seeing you all on August fourteenth. For another episode with the Sega16.com guys. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.
every week a different guest, Sega Music, news and whatever else we can think of. The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega.